The following is a presentation of the Boston Podcast Network. Podcasting is a great way for professionals to tell their story. Find out how you can get started at pod617.com. It's really using my own life stories to relate to people and to help other people. From the Pod 617 studios in Westwood, Massachusetts, it's Allie Beth Stories. Now here's your host, Allie Beth. Hey there, everybody. It is Allie Beth here. Excited to be here. I am here with my producer, Dave, and we are doing some question and answers regarding Allie Beth stories. Well, I think I'm going to be ask, asking a question. You'll be providing the... I don't have any answers. <laughs> you have the answers, you sometimes my do. friend. Well, well, you lead me. I guess time will tell. You lead, lead me you so I don't go into the rabbit hole. There you go. That's what I'll do. So That's I'm excited deal. to be here. I'm excited to have a podcast, and especially at Pod 617, because it's pretty awesome. Thank you. Um, <laughs> I used to do Facebook Lives every single day, and I loved it. I, I really met a lot of people that I didn't even know through my Facebook Lives. They just reached out to me, and then I stopped doing it. Um, life so got I've in never, the way. I've never done that. You did, what did you like about that, and do people comment as you're talking, you see yeah. the comments pop up? Yep. What's so you up? could have a full conversation with people below. Um, they could ask you questions and answers. And um, then the best part was, you know, it's live, but then it stays on your computer. Right. So it stays in your feed. Um, I've been off Facebook for some time now, but I know the people that were doing it when I was doing it are still doing it. Right. Um, right, right. But this was just the next step. So mm-hmm. it was kind of cool. I wonder why you got off Facebook, Allie. Would it have to do with any of the things we're talking about today? <laughs> or you just needed a break from all the insanity and the, the silly stuff? Gosh, I don't know. I was in um, network marketing. Um, and so we all did, fa- well, some of us did Facebook Lives to try and, um, you know, you sell yourself. Part of the when business you're doing plan, sales. yeah. Exactly. Right. Yep. And so I actually sold my business and um, kind of took a hiatus and figured out that this was my passion and public speaking um, and writing a book and now a podcast. So what kind of things are we going to be talking about on Ali Best Stories? And what does that mean, actually? What's the stories part? Yeah. So basically, we all create narratives in our head based on our life. And um, what is reality, what is standing there might be one thing. But then we all get in our way. We create these stories in our minds and we can create our own pain and suffering. That's how pain and suffering is created by ourselves. Mm-hmm. So it's really using my own life stories to relate to people and to help other people through their suffering. And the, is the idea to write a new story? Is it the idea to escape the old story? Well, we can't escape our mind. Yeah. And I'm in a program with Eckhart Tolle, if anybody's heard of that. He's pretty amazing. Um but even the most enlightened people still get in their way. Well, give me an example of something, a story that could drag somebody down because I'm trying to picture it. So is it is it the kind of the case of someone who's kind of got a lot going for them and yet they've constructed this narrative in their head that they're actually a loser? Is that, is it that sort of thing? Or, or? <laughs> well, it really could be anything. I yeah. mean, today we're talking about career and finance. Mm-hmm. You know, we might talk about it another time, relationships, health and wellness. And, you know, people could just get in their own way. Like, why am I not good enough? Why do I not have the perfect body? Why do I have the worst relationship? Why, you know, like, and then just spiral out of control. You know, people hate being alone. People fear the future. And it just starts spiraling in their head. Mm-hmm. So, in other words, 
you get down on yourself for one reason or another, and that just goes into more. You assume everything's dark because I've yep. sort of been there, like in in when things kind of haven't been going my way, or, or even or even if I've, I'm just having a rough morning, trying to wake up and just kind of uh-huh. feeling depressed or feeling sorry for myself. Yeah, it, it's hard to see any brightness there, right? So you you're like, well, geez, I just. Um, you know, I got a speeding ticket yesterday. You know, um, I weigh three more pounds than the last time I weighed myself. And why even go and bother to work? Is it is it like that? So yeah, but it has to start somewhere. It's almost like a little snowball rolling down the mountain. It catches momentum. So it starts as a little idea. You know, like looking in the mirror and saying, "Oh gosh, I want to you know lose a pound." Mm-hmm. And then you go to the gym and there's a mirror in front of you and you're staring at yourself like, "Oh my god." I'm so fat. What is wrong with me? And then, you know, then law of attraction, if you've heard of that, it's basically you attract to you what you think and what you feel. Mm -hmm. So you attract more. You know, you might attract all of a sudden somebody says something to you like, oh, my God, you put on weight. What's wrong with you? You know what I mean? Like, and then you just feel horrible about yourself. So it's almost like that snowball rolling down a down a mountain. Yeah, I I once did this uh, kind of comedy show. For, I think it was for charity. Let's assume it was for charity, but it required me to do this funny like rap song. So I was wearing a <laughs> really? a uh, like a white tank top, which in the in the uh, un PC vernacular would be known as a wife beater. You know, right, yeah, and yeah. chains. And so yeah, I probably had chains. <laughs> and and one of this woman who was a friend of mine, who's a lawyer, afterwards she said mm, you could do a few push-ups every now and again. And oh, and boy. I and I <laughs> like it was so mean, and I thought about that for like a month. Like, I guess I got to get to the gym. Like, isn't that terrible? Yeah, yeah. but <laughs> I, I feel like it depends on the person because some True. people would just laugh it off, mm-hmm. and other people would really take it to heart. Yeah, well, this, and those are just little issues. If she meant it as a joke, it would have been one thing, but she <laughs> just mean. Right. So, but it's but that's a t- you know obviously is the type of thing that. I guess, you know, you got to step back and say, I'm not any less of a person because someone told me my arms could be bigger, you know? it's And really, those are minor issues, right. you know? I mean, it could get much bigger. Mm-hmm. You know, a lot of people have depression. A lot of people have, you know, true issues going on. Mm-hmm. But where does it all start from? So the, the theme, do you want to get to the theme today? Yeah, sure. Yeah, so career and finance. Yep. And... By the way, you know, Allie has selected topics. So each one, each episode of Allie Best Stories will have a central theme. Today's being career and finance. Yeah. By the way, teasing coming up uh, after that, we'll do a, an episode on relationships and and then one on health and wellness. And then you're just going to have to stay tuned to see what comes after that. <laughs> but so so give give us an idea of how you help people, Allie, um, when they're in some kind of crisis that involves their career, money, etc. All right. So. Really to talk to the person, if their biggest struggle, I have a quiz um, called Allie Beth Stories Quiz, and Mm. I could post that as well. Um, And so they take this quiz and they find out what is their number one struggle. And if their number one struggle is career and finance, um, the key is just like I was talking before, it's mental. So if they think they're stuck at a job and this is what they're doing for the rest of their life because maybe they feel that... You know, they're scared to start a passion. Um, they're scared of not making money. They're they're feel for, fearful of what would happen if they lose their stable job. You know, these are people that are creating that, and now they feel stuck. And I was actually, I'm writing a book, mm-hmm. and I was writing in my book the other day 
What's crazy is usually we start a job, let's say when we're 21, yep. and then we retire when we're 60. Mm-hmm. So really you're well, only working nice, 39 years of your life. And this is saying yeah. your health is in great condition. Everything is great. I mean, which is, you know, pretty, you know, optimistic. Yep. Um, but that's only 39 years of your life and you're stuck at a job you're miserable at because you're fearful of doing anything else. So those are the people I'm talking to. And it's the old saying, right? No one ever on their deathbed looked back and said, I'm, I'm glad I stuck at that same job that I kind of got uh, rooted to somehow and not the one that maybe I wanted to do after all. I, I heard a, a study. It's one of the things that inspires me is of intensive care nurses who were, were polled about things that people said on their deathbed. Mm. And overwhelmingly, the thing that came up most was, I wish, uh, the biggest regrets anyways, I'm sure people had nice yeah. things to say too, but the biggest regret was, I regret that I led the life people expected me to instead of the life I truly wanted to. 1,000%. Right. And so that can be career, that could, that could be other things too. Oh, yeah. But so you think uh, people get stuck in just this spiral, right? yeah. yeah. I mean, one of my family members, I said, you know, how, how's your job going? And they're like, you know, it's a job. It stinks. And I said, well, why are you doing it? What do you want to do? What's your passion? And she said, journalism. And I said, well, why didn't you do that? She said, because I need this job. I'm making really good money. I get to go on vacations. I get to do whatever I want. And I'm not going to leave. And you know what? You can't talk to those people. They have it in their head. And no matter what you say to them, they're not going to leave because they're too fearful of the future. Yeah. You know, their past defines who they are today. And then they're afraid of their future. And at what cost? Like, <laughs> I get to go on vacations. All right, so great. So what, three, maybe four weeks out of the year, you know? You, yeah. That's like one, not even one-twelfth of the of the year. Yeah. Where you get to enjoy the fruits of your labor. And yet, I'm sure, so most people like that have something that they always wish they could have done. Right. right. So how, to, but what do you say to someone who says, well, what am I going to do? You know, mortgage, kids on the way to college. The numbers just aren't going to add up for me to leave this thing, right? So right. What, do you, what do you tell people? Well, you could say, you know, maybe you could do it on the side. Maybe you could do it at nights, on the weekends. You know, if it is your passion and, you know, you really want to develop this, go ahead and mm-hmm. just do it. You know, don't think of the future. You know, keep staying at your job, you know, of course, but, you know, see what happens. If you don't try, how are you ever going to know? There's also, I think, ways to get creative in doing your job that can lead to doing your job better, even if you don't leave your job. So uh, what I mean by that is I used to be a financial advisor Mm -hmm. and it's, it's a tough (laughs) ride. You were everything. I was, yeah, I've, I've failed at many things. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, stop. Turn my back on many things. See, the way you look at things. No, I know. That's a joke. That's, (laughs) it's, um, that's meant to be funny, but, but no, I was glad I tried it. Actually, it, it, maybe I'm an example of this. You know, I got recruited by a financial firm, and believe me, I was grateful. It's something, an opportunity a lot of people would have liked. It, and I tried it, I did it for six years before I decided it wasn't for me. And, you know, frankly, it just wasn't working out. I wasn't making the money I needed to, et cetera, et cetera. Right. The details weren't working out. But I tried it. So the, so a financial advisor does something pretty simple. They they manage your money and plan your future, yep. right? Very simple. And, there, and, there were, it, <laughs> in, in a way, right, in a way it's simple. In another way, it's the most complicated thing in the world because there are about a zillion ways to do it. Yep. The, the pressure of the job is, of course, bringing in business because mm-hmm. there are so many freaking financial advisors out there that why should I go with you? So in, in the, what 
they encouraged us to do was find something we're passionate about. So what's the charity you're passionate about? What is something you're passionate about? And I was told the story of a guy who was passionate about boxing. Uh, and mm. he didn't take up boxing until he was like in his 40s or something. But all of a sudden, he just loved it. Yeah. And so like, what is that guy going to do? He can't leave his job as a financial advisor to become a boxer <laughs> or a right. boxing trainer, you know, probably earning like, you know, 50 bucks a day or something. So what he did was he started setting up these events and encouraging like other corporate executives to try boxing for the first time. Um, he got involved in this sort of adult boxing league. And it turns out there are a lot of these executives out there. He, this guy happened to be in New York that had this thing as a passion. So he became part of that, of that world and it eventually started getting him business as a financial advisor. Now, so so awesome. so as a result, he he knew he could wake up every day and think about boxing because that was going to be an entree into his job. So right. that's just one example, I think. Yep. You know, yep. get creative. Yeah, right? I mean, a lot of people aren't going to leave your their job. You're completely right, mm -hmm. but it is in the way they look at it. Yeah, um, and then incorporating what they love into their daily life, so that when they are on their deathbed, they won't say, you know, like. Like the quote goes, don't die with your music still playing. Yeah. You know, yeah. at least you played your music. Right. Now, have you been there? Have you been there in the middle of a career <laughs> crisis? Or you've tried many different things. Oh, yeah. Oh, so, yeah. And you, you've been a lawyer. You've yeah. been, now you're, uh, you classify yourself as a coach. Yeah. So I started out as a lawyer. Mm -hmm. Then I stayed home with my kids and started fitness. Mm -hmm. Taught a lot of right. different yoga classes. Yoga instructor, yeah. Well, now I'm a yoga instructor. Now you're Before yoga instructor. I was more... Um, cardio. I was doing cycle and bar and rowing and tone and all this crap. I kept getting more and more certified. Mm -hmm. um, but, you know, it was only a couple hours here and there. And then I got into network marketing, grew that business. It was very successful, sold it. Um, and, you know, now looking, and it's funny because I'm in the same situation as the people that I just spoke about, which is why um, you know, I'm no better off than anyone else on this broadcast. Like, I'm, mm -hmm. I'm exactly the same. You know, I'm a single mom of three kids. I'm looking to make an income. And I have my law degree. Mm -hmm. So it's like, well, my passion is Allie Best Stories. And I'm, you know, working on Allie Best Stories and growing it. But right now, it's not a full-time income. Mm -hmm. it's, it's, you know, just a few clients here and there. And... Um, I have full confidence it's going to be because that's what you need to put out to the universe. But at the same time, you know, let's be frank. I need to be making income to support my kids. Right. So looking for law jobs is what I've been doing. Mm -hmm. And at the same time, there's some that I'm just really reserved about applying to. And mm -hmm. I know in my gut that if I got there, it just would be bad. Yeah. And so those jobs haven't even been coming my way, I think, because – According to the law of attraction, I've been repelling them. Right. Um, so yeah, I mean, I get it. You know, I'm I'm right there too. You know, trying to figure out. Okay, well, while I'm building my dream, what's reality? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And most people, you think, can do that, even though they claim that they can't. Right? How? Do, so is that is that the case? And if so, it's just a matter of sort of taking that first step. I mean, you're looking for you know, sort of quote unquote day job build your passion, right. but you're, but you're not going to wait. You're not going to wait to be, you know, earning six figures over here before you pursue your passion. Right. So those are a lot of things I've spoken to different people about. Yeah. 
And um, one of the books, Napoleon Hill, Think and Grow Rich, she talks about this too. Mm -hmm. If you have a passion, you need to put out to the universe that you fully back it. Mm -hmm. So you need a trust. Trust is one of the big things that um, I always keep in the back of my head. And I actually spoke to it at my yoga class last night. Um, you need a trust that it's going to come to fruition. And so if you do go back and work for a full-time job, are you putting a message out to the universe you don't believe it's going to come to fruition? Right. So those are the things I've been conflicted with. Mm -hmm. And, you know, again, that's your mind getting in the way. That's as yoga, Pantanjali, one of the four, fond four founders of yoga would say, fluctuations of the mind. Hmm. And... Um, you know, that's why to come back to presence and just say, okay, I'm living in the moment. Um, this is my passion and this is what I'm focusing on. Mm -hmm. You know, otherwise your thoughts get in the way and they they take you down. Mm -hmm. And does it do these themes apply, I take it, for other things? We're gonna get there, right? We're not oh, there yeah. yet, but relationships and everything else. Oh yeah. Because unfortunately, Ali, we are up against the clock here on episode oh, one man. of Ali Best Stories, but that's okay. If you're listening to this, it won't be long before you can binge the next <laughs> one. Do you wanna tell people where they can find this and all that kind of business? Yeah, so thanks for listening. Please share with a friend or colleague. Subscribe on iTunes, Apple Podcast, and you could view all episodes on my website at www.alibethstories.com. Thanks for listening. <laughs>